It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Wizards. Your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Locked On Wizards with SB Nation's Bullets Forever writer Ben Mahich and myself, Anthony Cittadino. We are your hosts, and you are now Lockdown Wizards. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast and the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, or wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We have a great show ahead of us and a lot to get into. But first, this episode is brought to you by CBDMD. Whether you're a pro athlete, an exhausted parent, or you spend all day in an office chair, CBDMD wants to give you the support you need to make it through the day. CBD freeze and recover are an outstanding duo of topical products with specialized formulas to provide targeted relief where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try Freeze, Recover, and every other CBDMD product, you can take 25% off your next order when you use the promo code MBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code MBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. Welcome back to Lockdown Wizards, everyone out there listening and spending their time with us. Uh, ben and I would like to thank all of you guys out there for listening, whenever you're tuning in, wh- wherever you're tuning in, and just uh, you know making this uh, podcast a part of your day, part of your, uh, part of your schedule. And, and we hope that we're able to give you your Wizards fix every time you tune in to listen. Ben, my friend, how have you been? I've been good, Anthony. I hope you're doing well, too. Tuesday's episode was lonely without you. I got to say, I recorded it alone. I was missing you. I'm happy you're back, Anthony. I want to get your take on first thing, uh, first and foremost, Anthony. The Wizards had a road trip. They split it with a 2-2 two and two record. You're a glass half full guy. You've been a lot more optimistic than I have. You've tried to tell me to stay optimistic throughout the ups and downs and which have mostly consisted of downs this season with the wizards but look a two and two record beat the heat beat the bulls 
lost to the Heat, lost to the Charlotte Hornets in kind of convincing fashion there. I didn't hear from you on Tuesday, Anthony, so I'm wondering, are you maintaining that same level of optimism that you showed all throughout the season before then? What did, I mean, I'm assuming you have, right? I mean, it's 500 and four games. What did you think about that? Has your perception on the season changed or what? I feel like you're making fun of me. I'm, making fun of, I'm, I'm asking for I want honesty. Look, Anthony just had some tea. His his throat is smooth and clear. Wow. For some honest takes. Did have some tea. tea some nice tea for tea. takes. Oh yeah. Look at that. Should be a segment. Have a tea for ta- for a take. Why not? We'll we'll get it going. But yeah, the the road trip. Uh, let's get right into it. Um, the game against Charlotte that was definitely uh, super disappointing. Uh. They got waxed. They got absolutely murdered by Terry Rozier, um, LaMelo Ball, and Gordon Hayward. Um, it's just unbelievable because, you know, three, four weeks ago, we would never even imagine uh, this team being that much worse than than the Charlotte Hornet um, team. Such a young team put together. Don't know what you're going to get from Gordon Hayward, but still, it's it's frustrating, right? I mean, you look back to the beginning of the season, you you have this vision for this team. It's it's it is frustrating to see that they still have these defensive struggles. The the, the with the changes that they made, uh, the acquisitions that they made, and um, you know it, it it shows that not much has really changed what they what they did. So um, against Charlotte, it was so so it was so tough to to watch. What that means for the season. Uh, nothing good, especially this win against Chicago. I know it's a win, and the the Wizards need any win that, he, that they can take. But Ben, how many wins are we going to see where they give up opportunities for their opponent to either tie the game or or win the game with the with the last second shot? Zach Levine should have made that layup right at the end. There, it was a bunny. He he. I mean, he missed the layup. What can you do? I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people miss in those moments, but still, it was right there at the rim. I mean, we've seen so much like this against the Nets both times earlier in this season. Katie and Kyrie both had open looks. We just saw it against Brooklyn recently. Um, uh, they they had a close look at the end there too. Uh, it's I, I I don't know. I mean, it, the wins that they're getting, it's it's so it's so tough to watch. And they're just they're just skating by. They're scratching and clawing for these wins. They're hard. I mean, Bradley Beal's going out there dropping thirty to forty every night. Sometimes you know over that. I mean, we've already seen a sixty point game. You know, and and you know fifty seven point game this season. So it's so ridiculously tough to watch. We don't have the Russell Westbrook that we thought we were going to have. Um, no, I'm not. I'm not happy with this road trip. I don't think there's really anything to to salvage for a playoff. Uh, um, birth really at, at this point, this, uh, unless they change something drastic, this is, um, and, and what they're doing, they're, they're making tweaks. They're making changes that don't make sense. Uh, I, I listened to the show last, uh, last night, Ben, it was great, but yes, we all saw that Scott Brooks took Denny Advia out of the starting lineup for whatever reason to put a guy in who has proven to not play up to his potential, who has proven to not be conditioned. Davis Bertans should not have been rewarded any sort of starting role. And that too is frustrating to see. Yeah, they got the win. I get it. But, you know, it, it's it's against the Chicago Bulls, who is a, who they've proven, you know, year after year, they're, they're pretty inferior. So um, you, you, you hope with this type of team, with the stars that you have, with the leadership that you have, um, that you'd be a much better team than, than they are. But, but we are seeing just a, you know, a Washington Wizards team that is struggling 
so, so much in the defensive end. I mean, could be argued as the worst defensive team in the league. Um, one of the worst in franchise history, um, 100%. So, Ben, I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely not happy from, from, this, uh, from this road trip. What are your thoughts? Well, first, before I say my thoughts, I want to throw this stat at you. Zach Levine was three from 10 from the field last night when Denny Avdia was guarding him and nine for 16 when anybody else was guarding him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To me, that verifies everything that we've thought watching it, right? The stats don't always match the eyes, but this time they do. Denny Avdia has been the most, one of the most consistent defenders on the team, the most consistent shooter on the team. He's been veteran-like, even though he just turned 20 years old. He's earned that starting spot. I mean, besides Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook, I mean, he's the shoe-in starter there. Yet he was removed from the lineup. Anthony, I want to throw a question back to you with all of this in mind. We talked about the Hornets. They're 12 and 13. They're they're at six, they're the sixth spot that we thought the Wizards would be at. Right. The Wizards are at a lowly six and fifteen. On paper, you can't even you can't even compare these two teams because their best player is arguably a rookie, and the Wizards have Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. So, what is the difference between these like teams like the Hornets and the Wizards at this point? What do you think is the difference between these teams? Well, Charlotte's just more complete; they just have more depth. So, you think it's a roster thing? Absolutely, hundred percent. You don't think it's anything more than that? No, I mean the the Washington Wizards—they have the stars; they don't have the depth. They don't have a bench. They don't have, I mean, they, they don't have defensive, defensive pieces. They don't have guys that are able to defend the, the perimeter. Well, they don't have guys that are, that are big down low. They, they have, they keep continuing to, to start Robin Lopez. It's just not working. It's not working. Alex Len and, and Mo, we're not even seeing Mo Wagner. We're seeing him on and off. Same thing with Troy Brown jr. I mean, do they have pieces? They do. They have great young guys. They don't, I mean, Scott Brooks does not play him. So it's, I mean, Charlotte, looking so at what, what you just told me is that they might have pieces, but the coaching staff is just choosing either not to use them or using them wrong. Yeah, I'd say, of course, Troy Brown Jr. and Mo Wagner, th- those guys should be getting consistent minutes every single game. That's, I mean, I, I've I've had that standpoint all season, and they they just don't. They're pretty much out of the rotation. Um, Mo Wagner, not as much as Troy Brown Jr. Troy Brown, he pretty much only gets minutes when people are are hurt. Or um, you know, you know, guys are out like for rest. It's it's uh, sad to see because you know the, the he's still a young kid and and he was getting a lot of minutes last year and he played really well in my mind. I thought he was a great asset to the team. I, I think he's a great asset what they need out there, especially for offense and defense. Got a young six six guard that uh, that is pretty versatile. So yeah, it, I mean it, it's frustrating seeing all uh, you know like re- really how Scott is um, playing these guys and it's. You know, it seems like it, it, this could really mess with their confidence going down. And what we're, what, and, and really, when you're drafting guys, what, what do you want to do? I mean, you want to develop these players, right? Just- that, Anthony, I think is a perfect segue because I'm going to ask you what you would do if you were in Tommy Shepard's shoes. But before we do that, I want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by 1010. Now you may have read about this in the New York Times and Style Magazine or on Forbes, and we're excited to tell you about it. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 one-of-a-kind engagement rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today using only diamonds sustainably sourced from Botswana. 
10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful commitment ring. They're available now exclusively at bluenile.com. And when they're gone, they're gone. We all know that diamond engagement rings are iconic. It's a timeless expression of the deepest commitment between two people. And with 1010, it's been beautifully re-envisioned in the hands of 10 modern designers working exclusively with sustainably sourced diamonds. If you're ready to mark a special commitment or you're looking for a unique and meaningful way to celebrate Valentine's Day, you're definitely going to want to check this out. Again, this exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings is now available at bluenile.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, you talked about what Scott Brooks needs to do, and we talk about hypotheticals all the time. So I wanted to pose this question to you, Anthony. I want to put you in the driver's seat. We got a decent sample size from this team. I understand Thomas Bryant got hurt. I understand the COVID issues, but the record is what it is. They're 6-15. and They have some tough games coming up. Toronto, New York, pretty winnable. But then you have Boston, Houston, Denver, Portland, and the Lakers. So it's looking kind of dark after those next two games. So let's assume, Anthony, that you are Tommy Shepard for the day. With that record, what it is at 6-15, and 15, basically last in the conference, what do you do, Anthony? Do you make a push that the Wizards have traditionally made with the Trevor Reza Ubre trade to try and make some semblance of a competitive team? Or do you have faith in the current roster to turn things around? Or do you see something else that the Wizards could do depending on what you think they should be doing? Well, with what they're playing, who they're giving minutes to right now, they don't have many options. Um, like I said uh, in the first segment, I think I don't want to say that they uh, I, I don't want to make it sound like they don't have any pieces. They don't have anyone because I, I, I may have uh, come, come off like that in, in the first segment. So I'm sorry if I did. But no, yeah, I mean, if I'm Tommy Shepard right now and if I want to make a trade, um, yeah, there, there's a lot of guys that you can um, get rid of to try and to try and make a push. Uh, I don't I mean, I, I really don't know who he would uh, be, be calling right now. But but Ben, you you have uh, stuck by um, saying that Russell Westbrook's uh, his trade value is, is low. Um, I don't know if he if he'd be able to get you know, a center wow. out of, out of Russell Westbrook. I don't know we're at this point already. Wow. Well, I, I'm not saying we're at this point, but we are. I'll say it. If you don't want to say it, Anthony, I, I'm going to revoke Anthony's apology that he just made 35 seconds ago. I'm going to revoke it on his behalf. Cause Anthony said, I don't want to make it seem as if this team doesn't have yada yada. I'll say it. This team doesn't have anything. No, no, Anthony. no, 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 no. This I'm, team. I'm, doesn't have the pieces to be a winning team. Well, period. The, the thing is, well, well, yeah, m- maybe they don't. But what, what if they were to play a Robin Lopez, like 
like around 10 minutes and, and to start a Mo Wagner or an Alex Len yeah, if, if, and, if, and to try that out. What, why not try out a, a Troy Brown Jr. to let, you know, yeah. you know, in, in the roster, maybe, maybe a Jerome Robinson, get these young guys going. I agree. And they should do that. But your purpose for doing that would be to develop the players and not to win games. Right. Because yeah. I, I, I think Troy Brown should play because this team has an infatuation with Ish Smith and Howell Neto to the point where they play them together ad nauseum. You're the worst defensive team in the NBA. Stop playing two sick foot players on the court at the same time. It makes no sense, especially since Troy Brown is a reliable defender. So that just lacks logic and rationality. But even if you play Troy Brown and Mo Wagner, which I think they should, the team, you know, they might be more competitive and maybe it'll give you some hope in that, you know, Troy Brown might be a player someday, but playing Troy Brown and Mo Wagner isn't going to help you win basketball games because at this point in their careers, even even if Troy Brown does end up becoming a really good player, at this point in his career, he's not that, and he's not capable of moving the needle to the point where the Wizards would be winning, you know, seven, eight, nine, ten games at this point. I don't think they move the needle like that. So, I mean, we can play a hypothetical. Like, I, I stand by my point. There's a reason why the Wizards were the only team that traded that tried to trade for Russell Westbrook. And there's a reason why the Rocket John Wall back for him. And there's a reason why the Wizards had to trade a first round pick with John Wall to get him. Because nobody was gonna trade for Russell Westbrook. And we kind of are learning why. We're kind of learning why, right? I mean, I mean he's he struggled all season long. He's been hurt. And Tommy Shepard would be able to make another blockbuster trade, not only because uh, you know, I'm worried that uh, he probably I'm not even sure he has the authority to make a trade like that again but who's trading for Russell Westbrook we need, need a center but like if you call Detroit and say hey can I get it, it, Andre Drummond's expiring contract for Russell Westbrook I mean I think or I'm sorry not Detroit Cleveland I think Cleveland would say you know you're out of your mind <laughs> I'd rather Andre Drummond just expire or get something else instead of you know capping ourselves up with Russell Westbrook so I don't know man I think the Wizards are what they are right now and, and what they are is a bad basketball team unfortunately so what I do, if you want to flip the question back to me, Anthony, is like, you have to be honest with yourself. We talk about Scott Brooks all the time. He's not getting the most out of this team. I don't think this team is talented enough to be winning, Anthony. But like, is the team getting enough? Like, are they getting the most out of the team? Probably not. So like, maybe it's time to make a change there. Maybe you package a Robin Lopez and Ish Smith in a second round pick and get a reliable veteran out there. I don't know. I don't know who that'd be, but I think sitting on your hands is probably a bad idea. Don't you think so? I mean, you got to do something. Absolutely. For the front office, you need to make a move. If you want to change anything defensively, you want to change anything that can make any sort of swing right now. Um, I, I mean, maybe Scott can make some tweaks with the with the rotations. I mean, it, it seems like he's he's making very odd ones. I still don't understand taking Denny out of the rotation or the, the starting lineup. But it's yeah, if you're the front office, if you're Tommy Shepard, you need to make a move. If you if you truly want to have more of a winning season, if you want to have a better a better team on the floor, if you if you want to to make a push for the playoffs, you need to make a trade. Then you got to trade for someone. You have no one defensively. You have no one capable of like really de- defending the perimeter or, you know, defending the, the, the post. It's, it's so sad to watch. I mean, every, every other possession just seems like 
their opponent is in transition, it's it's so so easy for them. I mean, even in crunch time, it's yeah. I mean, it was tough to watch that that Chicago game was was a little frustrating at them at the end because it was it was that easy for for Zach Levine to get to the cup. So, um, it's uh, they're they're going to need to do something. Tommy Shepard will need to do something if uh, if he wants to if if he wants this team to win more if he if he wants a, a playoff team. If he wants to protect his, his job, I guess, really, it's, uh, yeah, you got to do something because right now it's it's not uh, working. What what they did in the offseason is not it. Bringing Robin Lopez in uh, for their main depth, uh, you know, for their front court. What an objectively bad signing, Anthony. It's bad. I'll man. say it if you don't want to. It was to. bad. No, this, it was this bad. Is what, this is what really hurts. They're only using him because they're literally only using him at this point. Uh, I mean, they've got they've given Alex Lenz some more minutes, but I think it's unquestionable. Alex Lenz should be playing like thirty plus minutes a game. You know, it's, I mean, it's like kind I, of frustrating to say, but he that's should. what I'm saying. I mean, like random games, Alex Lenz will get seven minutes, and then Mo Wagner, you know, he'll be a DM. Here's the crazy thing and about then Robin that Lopez game. will get like twenty three minutes. Yeah, and he Alex started. Alex Lenz started, and, and he then got he seven, seven minutes. minutes. Yeah, so yeah, uh, kind of perplexing. But here's the deal with that, Anthony. When Scott Brooks. Signed Robin Lopez. We were on that press conference, or not Scott? Sorry, when Tommy Shepard signed Robin Lopez, we went to the uh, virtual press conference, and 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 Tommy Shepard talked about this team needing veterans like Robin Lopez because he does the little things that are necessary to close games out and get wins. The box outs, right? They say you know uh, Robin Lopez won't give you double digits rebounds, but statistically the team is a better rebounding team when he's on the floor because he boxes out. He knows where to be defensively. Uh, he, he does. He, he has a great verticality when he's protecting the rim. I haven't seen any of it. That's that's the uh, cut and dry point. I haven't seen any of it. And it's not Robin Lopez's fault. It's not Robin Lopez's fault. Uh, They're asking him to do something he can't do at this point in his career. He's in his late 30s at this point. He's being asked to play a role he shouldn't be asked to play. He's going to pay more money than anybody else would have paid him into the NBA. This was an Ernie Grunfeld-like signing from Tommy Shepard. He's been it, and this is the difference, Anthony. This is the difference between a run-of-the-mill front office from a Masai Ujiri who we talked about a few episodes ago, because a run-of-the-mill front office makes regular signings that they end up regretting. And an elite front office makes forward-thinking moves with the intent of winning basketball games. And this this front office simply has failed in that regard. Right. And I'm not saying that their record is telling me that. No, oh, you're 100% right. Masai Jerry would have never made this signing. And you couldn't have really – you couldn't have said it better. I, I was thinking the same exact thing when you said it. They're asking Robin Lopez to, to be something that he's absolutely not. Last season, he hardly played. And that's just the truth in Milwaukee. And – I mean, he was on a great team. I mean, a much superior team than the Wizards right now. But still, they're they're asking him after that, after that season of having hardly any role to be the main option, you know, as the Washington Wizards center, and um, you know, to to play the to to play more minutes than any center really um on, on the team. So it's not a it's not an ideal situation. I I would not pick, you know, him to be their starting center right now. They have two capable younger guys that are able to maybe maybe split time, see exactly, you know, how they handle their starting roles. I don't know. I mean, I, if I was Scott, I would play around, you know, start Mo, start, you know, Alex, like randomly. But, I mean, that that's very – those are few those, – those games are very few and far between. And it's just – it's so hard to watch Robin Lopez continue to go out there and be uh, just not effective 
Well, and, he, well, that, well Mo Wagner's not getting any looks. He, he just sits there. The ent- and that's the thing. I don't, the wanna, I don't want it to make it seem as if we're disparaging Robin Lopez or any of these players because, look, if you asked me to do, hey, Ben, go, uh, I don't know, go go perform heart surgery tomorrow. I'm like, you know what? I'm probably the wrong person for the job. You know, Robin Lopez, probably the wrong person for starting. Robin Lopez probably shouldn't be playing very many minutes. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. You know? Y- you never went to med school, okay? This guy, you know, he's a hooper. An old hooper at that, though. <laughs> he's an old hooper, and that's the thing, man. He's 32 years old. There's a reason why he wasn't getting any playing time in Milwaukee. And there's also a reason why the Milwaukee Bucks were a good basketball team. Because they weren't playing guys like Robin Lopez. And again, that's not his fault. Man, they they were his playing fault. his brother. Right, who's considerably better. And maybe maybe Tommy Shepard thought he was signing Brooke when they signed Robin. <laughs> I don't know. Remember when Ernie thought he was getting Dylan Brooks, but it ended up being Marshawn Brooks? I don't even want to. Like, oh, never was... mind. Oh, sorry, we got to not do that trade. I'll never, I will never forget you uh, contacting me that day and then telling me about that. That was hilarious. Yeah, I was like, did Ernie Grunfeld not know that there were two Brooks? No, he didn't. Business? He didn't. <laughs> he did not know who he was getting. He thought he was getting, yeah, D- Dylan Brooks. Yeah, yeah, Brooks. Yeah, that was absolutely hilarious. But guys, we got so much more to get into, um, a lot more to really dig into about the season ahead. I want to tell you guys about Bet Online with the NFL season over. I know you guys saw Tom Brady, seven rings. We'll turn our focus to hoops now. The NBA All-Star break is approaching, and we have a season that is shaping up to be historic. Will LeBron and the Lakers repeat, or will Giannis finally claim the throne? There's no better place to get on on the action than betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use that promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first big board of the year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, DC. You're still locked on Wizards with Ben Mahetch and myself, Anthony Citadino. Ben, a lot has been uh, really going on in the league. There are some rumors uh, that the Detroit Pistons um, forward Jeremy Grant had interest in joining the Washington Wizards during the offseason, um, as mentioned by the, the Wizards reporter, Quentin Mayo. Um, you know, he did a lot of work with NBC Washington Sports. Um, we know that the Wizards had signed his brother, Jerry, in last season, and they they both have connections to the D.C. area. Um, and their father, Harvey, had played for the Wizards before. Ben, what do you make of this rumor? And um, if it's true, do you think Tommy tried to, to get a meeting? No, because if he did, he would have been in Washington. I've heard the same thing. There's no question that the Grant brothers 
wanted to play in Washington. They have tight connections. Obviously, mentioned the family in D.C. He played for – he joined the Detroit Pistons, man. I think they would have gotten the meeting if they wanted one, and that tells me that they never wanted one. What Tommy Shepard did here was what the Wizards always do. He leaned on the players that he knew was going to sign with the Wizards. He signed Davis Bertans an $80 million contract. <laughs> Jeremy Grant got $20 million last with 60 mil. He's averaging 25 points per game. I'm pretty sure this rumor is true. He has tight connections to DC. You mentioned that they signed his brother. Uh, his father, Harvey, played for the Wizards as well. He's in Detroit, which if there's any team worse than the Wizards, it's Detroit. And we've seen that Jeremy Grant, he can put up some numbers, man. I get it. It's a bad team, but versatile defender. Call me crazy. He's probably always been a better player than Dallas Burton's. Regardless of the season that he's had, he was a better player than him last year. The year prior, I mean, for their entire careers, Jeremy Grant has been a better player than Davis Bertans. And that's because he's a better defender. He's capable of guarding one through four. He's a viable offensive player, and he showed that this season. So this just tells me that the Wizards just continue to lack sort of curiosity, creativity in their moves. Sign guys like Robin Lopez and Davis Bertans because you know what you're going to get with them instead of looking elsewhere. Jeremy Grant, who would have filled the necessary void with the defense. Uh, it pains me that they that they missed out on this opportunity. Anthony, I guess I'll toss it to you. Knowing this, I mean, would it have made a difference with Jeremy Grant on the season? Would it be 6-15 and 15 right now if they had Jeremy Grant? Probably not, Ben. Probably not. It's it's not it's not something great to look to look at now as the Wizards signed. Davis Bertans, after one really good shooting year, efficiency-wise, nothing really else besides that, and it, it it's tough because Davis he's not con, he's not one hundred percent you know con, conditioned, and and why aren't we asking more of the question like why at this point? And and, and, and I, I, I've had enough. If that's the excuse they're using, stop. It's been three weeks since the COVID shutdown. He's had all of training camp. He's we've played what? There's no excuses at this point. Stop it. They they have plenty of time to practice. They've been playing games, playing 25, 30 minutes a game. Stop it. He's been missing shots. That's all he's been doing. He's been missing shots. He's a great shooter. He had an off year. He's been missing shots. That I'm done with these excuses that Scott has them all too. I don't see every every interview he backs him up. And I, I look, I appreciate that. That's why he's players coach. He's beloved by the players. That's why the players love him. You'll never see Scott Brooks throw a player under the bus. And that's awesome. That's good for a coach. But well, no, excuses. you will. You will, especially when coaches are saying, you know, like guys have jobs and you like 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 you gotta, you know, Scott you, Brooks will never do that though. And no, he he won't, but there are coaches out there for sure that will that that will say, I mean, that Maybe not put players on blast, but say like you know they, they, you need to be better. And Scott Brooks and, and some of his some of his pressers, he does say that that guys need to be better in some aspects of his game. They're they're, they're very they're very little. Bertans need to be better though, and, and and that's the thing, isn't it? Well, he does. Because, like he hundred percent does. Scott Brooks will never say, "Hey man, you're playing hold and your defense is terrible." No, I I totally agree with you. He's he he would not say that, but it need that needs to be said. There are so many teams in the NBA that that it wouldn't even be accept, acceptable for you to, to enter a training camp when you're not conditioned. This far into the season, this is absolutely ridiculous. And frankly, 
if he's not out there, if he if he's not knocking down shots, he's not a good rebounder. He's not a good defender. He is a absolute liability out there, and it's just, it's at this point, it's it's ridiculous because there there should be you're right. There should be no excuses for 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 him missing shots for 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 him you know his conditioning. You're you're flat out missing your shots. You're playing awful. Okay, that needs to be said. And he's rewarded the starting role over Denny Advia, who who in my mind, I don't know about you, Ben, besides Brad, has been one of the more one of the more consistent players this year, huh? Yeah. No, Denny Avdia, again, I think he's a player who has been incredibly reliable despite being barely 20 years old, not knowing the system. He's played like a veteran at every turn. And look, again, I can't even pinpoint and blame Bertans. Players miss shots. He's a great shooter. He's going to get a stride back. I put the blame on the guy who sets the rotations, man. The guy who puts the, creates the starting lineups, who sets the excuses. Look, if you're making excuses for players, is it going to light the fire under a player to play better next game? If your team is the worst defensive team in the NBA, and you're never calling out players for their defense, right? you're never saying, like, God, Bertans, you know, that last play, look what he did. He, he switched when he shouldn't have. The guy was wide open, whatever. You never hear that from Scott Brooks. You never hear that from Scott. That's not his personality. And the Wizards, look, coaches' time. Scott Brooks might have been the right coach for the Wizards when they had John Wall, Brad Beal, Adam Porter, Marquise Morris, Gordon, when they had a bunch of veterans, right? who didn't need the fire lit underneath them because they were veteran players. They knew how to show up every game. Maybe Scott Brooks isn't the right guy for this job. Maybe maybe go coach a veteran team. Maybe he's a better fit for a veteran team. For a young team that needs, that needs you know, honesty, that needs transparency. I don't know if Scott Brooks is the right guy for the job. I mean, look at their season 15. It's really not much of a bright, bright spot this season besides Bradley Beal. You look at this team and you say, like, man, this team isn't even playing hard. They, they told us that they were going to play hard and they're going to compete. And, you know, if nothing else, they're going to outwork the next team. And we're not seeing that. This team's getting blown out by the Charlotte Hornets. So what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I mean, the team is – the front office is sitting on their hands. Scott Brooks is sitting hands. He's making these weird changes that haven't benefited the team. So it's like, what are we going to be honest with the team today? Like, look, this isn't working for anybody included. I'm perplexed. We'll see what happens. We got a tough schedule coming up, Anthony. We got Toronto on Wednesday. Before we let these guys go, Anthony, as we always do before a game, let's make a prediction. Toronto has been struggling this season, too. They're 11 and 13 at the eighth spot in the conference. Your New York Knicks are ninth, by the way. 11. If you told me the Knicks would be 11 15 and the Wizards 6 and 15, man, uh, man, come on. But here we are. Derrick Rose, he's back. Derrick Rose, Rose is back. back. He rose back. Absolutely unbelievable. So we got Toronto. We're back home. What are we thinking, Anthony? Did we get some momentum from the road trip to carry over? Or was that just a sham of a win? Guys, I'm usually really optimistic when Ben throws me these questions. Um, yeah, I don't Let's really Let's keep have... it up, man. It's a hump day, man. Let's keep the optimism. Come on, it's a hump day. Wednesday, guys. I'm sorry. I'm gonna fill some. I'm 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 gonna oh God. I'm going to go into this Wednesday uh, uh, with some disappointing uh, um, takes here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with a loss against the, the Raptors. Well, I'm usually wrong, so hopefully I continue that streak. <laughs> ben, how about you? 
what are we thinking? Like a like another blowout or a tough tough loss or what? Or does it even not matter at this point? Loss is a loss, right? Wow. Okay. Yeah, man. I, I gotta say, there's particular teams that are really well coached. <laughs> you know, believe it or not, that the Wizards struggle against. Teams that will review the film, that know how to guard Bradley Beal. Look, the Miami Heat, say what you will, they've been struggling this year. Eric Spolstra coaches that team, man. That, that team reviews film. That team that team listens to the coaching staff. They the Bradley Beal up. Bradley Beal had a bad shooting game against the Heat, their second game. But he had a bad shooting game because Iguodala showed up. They trapped Bradley Beal at every turn. He got no open looks. Expect a similar sort of game from the Raptors. They're super well coached. They're super well coached, the Raptors are. They still got really good. They got some really good players, even though they've been struggling this year. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't think the Wizards pulled this one out. I think we'll see differences between a team like the Wizards and Raptors. Both teams have been struggling, but their struggle is much different. Uh, you know, the Raptors, again, can team on any given night, and the Wizards have just been kind of, you know, they've been what they've been wow. this season, which isn't a good basketball team. So Lockdown Wizards faithful, we appreciate you for listening. Anthony, we got anything else before we let these guys go? Yeah, well, now that you bring it up, that that game against Miami, that was unbelievable, all those traps. But, no, yeah, it, guys, I know this was more of a somber podcast, but hopefully they can, uh, you know, get something going here, a win against Toronto. Hopefully they can prove Ben and myself wrong. Uh, we we love you. We always, we always love rocking with you guys. Monday through Friday, guys, if you haven't already done it, go subscribe to the podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. And, yeah, we'll be tuning in with you for the rest of the week. But, yeah, guys, let's try and keep the faith. I know a 6-15 and 15 star is not the most ideal, but hopefully we can see some changes to the rotations and some more wins, huh? Ben, I know it hasn't been the most hopeful podcast, but Ben and I sit here and we hope for a win against the Toronto Raptors and many more this season, even though it hasn't looked so hopeful. So, yeah, Ben, that's what we got tonight. So, yeah, not the most hopeful. You know what, though? If nothing else, if Robin Lopez hits the three, you know what to do. There you go, Wizards faithful. Always drink up when we see a Robin Lopez outside jumper. Guys, enjoy the rest of your day, your night, whenever you may be listening. We cannot wait to rock with you again tomorrow. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.